Welcome to Transform and Thrive. Your host, Helen Lee, examines the opportunities and practical solutions for individuals and organizations to transform and thrive in these times. She shares her wisdom and that of other changemakers impacting our world. Tune in for innovative and holistic tools and empowering strategies to reinvent yourself and or your organization and flourish in a world facing different crises. Hi, this is Helen Lee. Welcome to Transform and Thrive. I had a really interesting conversation with Dame Doria Cordova on a variety of subjects around money, creating economic engines around our life purposes, and creating abundance for ourselves and our world. If you haven't listened to part one of this interview, which was out last Monday, please do. In the last episode, among other things, Doria, who is a CEO and owner of Accelerated Business Schools and the Money and You program, talked about the great influence she had from Buckminster Fuller, said to be one of our world's first futurists and global thinkers. She also told us about her nine-year business partnership with Robert Kiyosaki of Rich Dad Poor Dad fame when they brought the program Money and You to Asia-Pacific. What was most interesting to me was her role in helping to eradicate hunger in the world, with Bucky Fuller's prediction in mind that poverty would be ended in the year 2000 and has not as yet. To me, we haven't solved this global problem to date because the level of human consciousness has not quite sufficiently risen on mass as yet. We had decades to eradicate poverty long before the coronavirus crisis made matters worse. Currently, people mostly haven't truly moved towards a consciousness that thinks we instead of just me. And when some attempt to do so, others would label it as communist or socialist. It's very simply about taking responsibility for what we see around us and having compassion for those who suffer because of the circumstances they are born into, and sharing what we have, our heart and kindness, our energy and skills, and not only money, knowing that we have more than enough and can well afford to come from an abundance mentality rather than hoarding what we have plenty of or are blessed to have. Every one of us needs to pitch in, both the wealthy and those who are not quite so wealthy, as long as we can take care of ourselves and our own needs and well-being. And we can do so each in our own way that works for us. It is obvious, of course, for the super wealthy to be asked to contribute and help out. Two years ago, at the start of the pandemic, the UN World Food Program Executive Director David Beasley said, I am not opposed to people making money, but humanity is facing the greatest crisis any of us have seen in our lifetimes. And last year, he called on Jeff Bezos, Richard Branson, and Elon Musk to contribute the $6 billion 
needed to save 41 million people in 43 countries at risk of starving in 2021. That's another 11 million people who could have died from hunger since the year before. Imagine that. Currently, there are people stepping up to help wipe out hunger, poverty, inequality, injustice and climate change challenges as there have always been. Question is, are there enough? Are we doing enough? Will we save the majority, if not all of them, on time? There is an action platform called Global Citizen, which is dedicated to achieving the end of extreme poverty. Powered by a community of millions of global citizens who believe in one world, one people, where everyone has an equal chance to thrive. Their website says, This is our world, and the actions of one can have a profound impact on many. That's why we rally around the critical issues of climate change, poverty, and inequality. This is our generation's moment. It is in our hands. I'd say for sure it's in our hands. Global Citizen launched the Give While You Live campaign with Forbes in 2020 to encourage billionaires to give 5% of their wealth annually to charitable organizations. In June last year, they reported that while tens of millions experienced growing levels of poverty in the US alone, 56 new billionaires emerged during the first 11 months of the pandemic. And total US billionaire wealth increased by 1.3 trillion to 4.6 trillion. How about that? It's great that some people have great wealth, but a whole lot of people need to have at least enough to eat. That's a fact. And we also need a whole lot more people who will help others and see to it that there really is abundance for all which is an unwavering vision I have held for more than 40 years. We all need to step up, transform and thrive for ourselves. As we do, we also need to genuinely contribute as much as we can towards transforming our world and helping all humans and all living things in it, including our planet, to thrive as well. That's what this podcast is about, to support everyone to do well in all areas of our lives, to not make helping others do so a separate part of our work, businesses and organizations, and to make these challenges present in our world become a thing of the past. We need to not think that creating such a world devoid of these challenges is unrealistic and instead put our hearts and souls into dissolving it each in our own way. 
and to come together and collaborate towards this end as well. My contribution is to help raise human consciousness exponentially with both heaven's help and human help. Because as we all do, we would spontaneously think we and not just me. We would shift from thinking and behaving as if we are separate and move towards operating what is known as unity consciousness. We'd also shift from victimhood to mastery, from scarcity consciousness to an abundance mentality, as I've talked about and coached for more than two decades now. I'm always thankful when people step up to be and do more for themselves and others. And as I said in part one in my last episode, I'm grateful that Dame Doria Cordova is one of them and has a great influence on many through her highly successful educational businesses. I love it that she has diligently and endlessly helped people all over the world create conscious, profitable, and sustainable businesses that support both humanity and our planet. In this episode, which features part two of my interview with Doria, I ask her about the advice she'd give to people at this time to not only survive, but thrive. And she talked about Buckminster Fuller's ideas, including his idea of sufficiency and how by dissolving their beliefs of scarcity, people can shift from fear to sufficiency. She added that when people are able to answer the question that Bucky left us, how do we make the world work for 100% of humanity in the shortest possible time through spontaneous cooperation? without ecological offence or the disadvantage of anyone. When we can answer this question with products, services and programmes that we create and offer, their life will transform. Isn't that beautiful? So here's more. Enjoy part two of my interview with Dame Doria Cordova, whom I met a lifetime ago when she was just starting out with Money and You in Singapore, together with Robert Kiyosaki, who had not published his book Rich Dad, Poor Dad as yet. And I was the owner of a communications consultancy that took care of the public relations needs of top multinationals in the region. Today, we are both intent on contributing towards the materialising materialization of abundance for all, each in our own way, and I trust you will do so as well. The other thing is, uh, Doria, what about the, uh, I think it's wonderful, right, to eradicate hunger and poverty and, and, and to also take care of our planet. They are, they are absolute necessities, right, and to create more equality and justice and all the rest of it and it will come how about now though like uh, the average person 
where you know at this time even uh, though you you just said to me that uh, there is there will be no uh, there's no inevitable economic collapse as such right even though there are many men in particular who are saying that there will be um, how about the average person how can what would you say to them how can they uh, not only survive but thrive at this time when uh, there is soaring inflation and um, you know generally things seem to be a lot harder for most people are you talking about the united states or singapore uh the whole world generally Okay, so as of yesterday, there's zero inflation in the United States as of yesterday. Okay. So it depends on where you're listening to. Okay. And so one of the things that I love about my partner, my beautiful love partner, Chris, he's German. And he does a lot of research about everything in Europe and in other countries. And he's a researcher. The guy, you will be talking about stuff and he will be double, he will be fact checking, you know, in Google and other, you know, it's amazing, right? <laughs> and so, yeah, he's amazing. And and uh, so I, I just want to address a couple of things. Okay. For the general public and for the world, the biggest challenge that we have, and this is Buckminster Fuller's teaching, is the sense that we live in a world of scarcity. Yeah. So scarcity is in our DNA and scarcity creates tremendous, it's not in our DNA, it's in our consciousness, it's not in our DNA. <clears throat> I'm sorry to say that, that I mis misspoke there. And whenever you feel fear, is scarcity has just kicked in. So one of the greatest gifts that I feel that the great spirit gave me was this beautiful work called Money and You. Because what Buckminster Fuller, he never could understand when he used to come to our business school and we would explain Money and You to him. He could never understand how his principles could be applied so successfully to business. Because Buckminster Fuller felt that the the big business was, he called them the great white pirates. And when you really read Buckminster Fuller, you would see there's a sense of anti-business. He wasn't a socialist or none of that, but he loved it that we could have people begin to experience a sense of sufficiency in their lives and in their business. So for a common human being anywhere in the world, you need to work on your beliefs around scarcity. If you begin to work and intend on feeling sufficiency, all of a sudden your world will begin to change and you will begin to see the world differently. And the, all of a sudden, instead of being driven by fear and being attracted to learn from people and to listen to podcasts and YouTube and and, and go to events where it's written with fear and, and that the world is going to, you know, is going to whatever. Those are conversations that I grew up with. And, and those are conversations that many people around me that I'm no longer surrounded by actually thrive financially from that fear. And they, they 
I whenever somebody is peddling a lot of fear and the collapse, mm. I always want to see what they're selling. Mm. Always do that. Become a very intelligent human being. Because if they're selling you methods and podcasts and and they're selling you products that's going to help you get through this, my antennas all go up. It's the same thing with the anti-vaccine people. You know, one of the top guys, you know, he, uh, I go, mm, I wonder where his back end is, you know, 35 million in one year selling vitamin D and vitamin C instead of vaccines, take this and you won't get COVID, which is, was an interesting thing. But how many people prosper it, prosper him? He's lost most of it because he has so many lawsuits from families that lost beloveds because they believed him. So that was kind of like a bit of a karmic lesson that most people don't talk about. He's very famous. And so you have to look at what is the intent of humans when they are training you, when you're going through a process, when we have such influence on another. The core is love. The core is sufficiency, the love, the love that we have for humanity. And when you get really interested and when you answer the question that Buckminster Fuller left us, how do we make the world work for 100% of humanity mm. in the shortest possible time through spontaneous cooperation without any ecological offense, nor the disadvantage of anyone when you answer that question with products, services, programs, whatever it is that you have, your life will transform. And that is what my work is about. And it's taken me decades to really identify what is it that I'm about? I mean, you know, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, I was in awe of many of the people that attended our programs and created such wealth and such goodness. I was so happy for them, but I didn't have, I didn't grok. That's a word of really getting the essence of what that really was. But I think that as I began to move more and more, and I had my own financial learning experience, and thank God, knock on wood, the only one I've had this life in Singapore during the crisis in 97, 98, and I had 10 of my closest friends turn their backs on me. I mean, it was a shocker that people just left me in the dust when they thought that I had lost everything and money and you was going to disappear. And, and people kind of started taking parts of money and you and all that. And then whoa, I did all this work on myself. And then these three women just came behind me, powerhouses that just got behind me. And by the year 2004, I was financially, completely financially independent and just now could really be free to continue with the work. So love works, light works. Anything that isn't that, let it go. And you will not, as whether you are just a regular person, it doesn't matter what work you do, no matter who you are, you have got to go into self-mastery. That is if there is going to be a shift in the world, it's going to be when we hit that number of how many people will have gotten that love is it. And that is what ultimately I'm moving into. Oh, wonderful. That's music to my ears. Um, the thing, though, uh, Doria, is that 
I mean, my work is about raising consciousness and, you know, connecting people with the abundance that's within them. And then they can create the abundance that they deserve to have, right? I came up with the word disability about seven to 10 years ago, uh, because this is the base, the fundamental human issue that we do not feel good enough, right? This, I mean, not, not me personally, but generally people feel that they are, that they're thinking in terms of lack and limitation, right? So then my work is to help them to go beyond it. But what happens then to those who are listening to, I, I hear all these various men, they happen to be men, uh, who are really talking about economic collapse, about you know inflation, for example, in UK being 9% at the moment, right? Uh, and, and getting them to, uh, they, they do say though that they can make money at this time as well. And then of course they are showing people how to do it, which is not a bad thing in itself at all. That's a good thing. Right? Um, but what, uh, how would you uh, advise people to thrive at this time other than the, the love and light route which is definitely um, the way to go, but in terms of practical things that they can grasp and they can uh, yes. resonate. Go to, yes, yes. I'm just talking about the energy and the spirit. Yes. You know, I'm on my way to Australia to do a business school for entrepreneurs. Yes. We have done 89 business schools in Chinese. Uh, you know, and we have done in since we started, I believe, nearly 30 English business schools and the business schools are totally designed to teach people how to create businesses around, especially in the last few years, around solving major problems. There is tremendous wealth in that. There is if, if you can just find I already said it, I've already answered the question. Find products, create product and services that answers a problem, that solves a problem. And, and of course, there are certain areas that are really thriving, always education. You know, we have a parallel, you know, educational system, you know, I, you know that goes alongside traditional. There, there is a $100 billion industry right now a year that is training people because traditional education doesn't do it. So if you get into education of whatever you're gonna be training people, they're called training, they're called all kinds of things. But you know, I'm going towards my online, the accelerated online university. And I am very solid on the ground girl. That's why I say go to moneyandyou.com and download the business success model. It's an old book. I was protecting the brand and I wrote these books really, really quickly and they're still sweet. It's free, moneyandyou.com. Then you, what you have to do is you also, if you go there to accesstocashbook.com, there's also a whole list of resources there. That you know, If you look in the tabs, there's resources and then there's a recommended reading. And, and what I recommend, if you have the money 
and you are near a Money in You program, please attend it. And uh, because Money in You is totally to transform your life in that manner. And so, again, create an economic engine around your life purpose. If you don't know what your life purpose is, continue to work with Helen. Come work with us, whatever it is that you need to do to get that clear. Then what I highly recommend that you go to fridayswithdoria.com and go under resources and you will find it's called recovery magical exercises. Kiyosaki has done that. If Kiyosaki is listening, remember what my mother's most negative thoughts about money, my father's most negative thoughts about money, my most negative thoughts about money, the most, the worst learning experience I ever had around money. When you begin to clear that, and it's a whole methodology, it's very quick, it takes about an hour, you can do it. You have to work from within, but you also have to have very solid businesses. And all I'm recommending when I speak of love and light is that you focus on that and not on the fear. Yes, there are. We already went through two of the most fearful years, three years. We have a, we had a global paradigm shift with COVID. When you really think about it, holy mother of God, that was so scary. We couldn't go anywhere. I mean, that was incredibly, it brought up so many fears for so many people. And then almost two years to the day, we have a war in Ukraine that completely, in many ways, united all of these countries. And it was, it was so, it, it was like, what? What is happening? Another global paradigm shift. And by the way, just to give you perspective, the last global paradigm shift happened in 9-11, September 11, 2001. The one prior to that happened in the year 1972, the oil crisis. And the one prior to that was World War II. That's how rare global paradigm shifts are. We survive. We're surviving this. And what there's nowhere to go. It, it, the new paradigm that is being created is for humans to go inside. Yep. And that's why I was willing to come and do this interview because I, in whatever way I can support you, Helen, Thank because you. I feel that you're doing good work, great work. And I do a bunch of business. I'm a, um, I am an entrepreneur. I do tons of business. I'm economically you know, uh, you know, financially, you know, independent. My business is worth a lot now. You know, we have, we're moving into Vietnam. We have it in Japanese, English, Chinese. And, and of course, we have had it in Tamil and we're going back. People are just waiting for us to go back there. And now I'm expanding the Spanish market. Each one of those markets is incredible. So the great spirit will provide tremendous wealth to you as you continue to thrive in your own heart and light. Amazing. Yeah. I, I think you've done wonders. And as I said, I admire the energy that you have, you know, uh, that you bring to everything that you do. And you do a lot, you know. It's incredible, Doria. What's, what's the I'm being driven. I'm driven by purpose. And now help me. Go find your billionaire buddies and girls. And, and just go talk to them and just say, hey, 
do whatever you can. Who, who can you empower? Who can you support? Maybe if they're not even part of the Manhattan, it's kind of weird to say Manhattan Project because that was, you know, to develop a nuclear armament, but it's going to require that many people to get together in one space and develop the solutions. And, and the money will be handled by those that are best at it, you know, and, and we will be provided by many, many different things. And whoever gets involved in this is going to be a huge financial return for them because it's going to require synthetic foods. It's going to require refrigeration. It's going to require renewable energy items. It's going to require water. It's going to require new sciences. It's going to require medicine. And I don't know if you noticed yet, but even the people that came up with the vaccines, the level of wealth that they now have, there is huge fortunes in solving problems. Go to globalacceleratorbusinessschool.com and read. Um, Doria, before you go, um, can we talk a little bit about the, the idea of the power behind the power? Uh, you, oh, yeah. You're a very powerful woman, um, but you've also had to, I don't know about now, but you've had to like have men take the front position, so to speak. Am I right? Mm. And, and so beautifully, it was fine. Marshall Thurber, my first teacher in this, the creator of the work, I was his business partner for six years. I was around him for seven. And he was the star. He was the star that had created this amazing industry. And first Bobby Deporter, and then Bobby Deporter went on to do Money and You. I mean, excuse me, Super Camp, and I inherited, you know, the work. And then uh, with Kiyosaki, you know, Kim and I were in the background, and rightly so. I mean, Robert was very, very clear to people. He would say, you want to do business, go see DC. You know, my name there, go see DC. And people didn't even come to me. They just, they all wanted to do business with him. And, and, and that was fine. And that was, that worked really, really well. And then, um, and I was so happy. I really love that partnership. We just had, we're very different now because people go in different directions. That's all. There's no right or wrong. We just go different directions. And I include Kiyosaki's, uh, both Kim and, and Robert, Always in all my hope on upon prayers, I include them in all my prayers because they, they gave me nine years of their lives, their professional life. And thank you for that, Robert and Kim. Then I got married to my next business partner and he was like a mission partner. Now in that one, I was still kind of like behind a little bit, but I started stepping a little bit more, but it wasn't until the financial crisis happened and I kind of was left on my own. I will never forget that when my ex-husband said to me that I was in debt. Not we are in debt, but you are in debt. And I went, hey, what happened to the we? <laughs> and he kind of stepped away. And I was, I was left with this beautiful work. And he was in debt. And I committed. I did not want to bankrupt it. And everyone in Singapore was going through the biggest learning experience. I didn't jump off a building the way many people did. And bless their souls. I understand why. And it was the best thing that ever happened to me. And by 1999, my mentor, who is now an angel, Bill Gold, said to me, 
you're never to have another partner. This is what I recommend to you. You can have joint venture partners. You can have promoting partners. You can have all kinds of partners. But in your main business, you are solo. And I just want you to know that I cried and cried. I felt so alone. I didn't know how to be alone in my business. And I went into healing my inner child. I began to build my inner family, the Amakua, the inner father, the Uhana, the inner mother, the Unihibili, the inner child. Because as you know, I'm a Ho'oponopono practitioner. And I missed more than anybody. I really missed Robert and Kim. I missed them so much. It was like, oh, my God, because, you know, I had this beautiful couple partner of mine. My husband, I kind of missed, but I was very upset with him at the time. And we've healed and all that. And so it's all done. And then I began to kind of like grow my own legs. And then I began to to begin to step in. But it wasn't until 20, I think, or uh 2009, 2010, that I got this beautiful webmaster, Dwayne Jaworski. And he said, it is now time to give money in your face. There's no face to money in you. And he just began this whole and empower me. And so from the year 2009, 2010, I began to like put the face of money in you with mine. It was very difficult at first. And then I began to grow differently. And it was no longer from an egotistical place, but as the steward of the most beautiful work. So I had to go through my process. And but the great thing is that I'm always looking for the power behind the power. When I think of Bezos, I think of Mackenzie. I get it. I'm sure, you know, there's all kinds of stories. I don't know their personal story. But wow, who was the humanitarian? Who was the one that was thinking that globally? So just if you, this is great tool for those of you that are in sales. Find the person that actually makes a decision. Who is the power behind the power? And by the way, I have my own, a huge team, starting with my beautiful mate, Chris Mensel, who is the power behind the power. <laughs> and so I have my own. Now you flipped it. <laughs> it's the other way. Well, he's very male and he's, we're not in business together, yeah. but he is my bodyguard. He is, he has his own business. I have my own business, but boy, is he the big German, 6'2", tall, strong, super alpha male, super loving. His whole life is about making me happy, but has tons of work on his own. But he is the power behind the power. That's wonderful. That's a really nice thing to hear. I'm very, yeah. very happy for you because you deserve it. Yeah. Thank you. And thank you. Anything you would like to say before we leave? Um, just that it's been a pleasure having you. It's great to catch up after all this time. You've been very gracious about uh, setting this up. And especially as you, you're about to rush off to Australia to teach uh, accelerated business as well right yeah the business school to co-lead it with my beautiful beautiful uh dominic leon we've been together for 30 years now and you know how successful he is and now he has turned his business over to his daughters 
So he is moving into a whole other level of teaching and beingness. He's a magnificent human being. As are all my partners. You know, I'm grateful to Jacqueline Xiao and the Globe team. And, you know, and of course, and also beautiful Douglas in Singapore and then Real and Craig in in, in um, New Zealand, and then beautiful uh, Tamami in Japan, you know, and all the different partners, you know, the Globe team, Wendy Tan, and and of course Terence Tan and JC. This these are the the core, you know, and there's many many more. Thank you, thank you for everything you do, and may you continue to prosper in whatever way you like to prosper. And thank you for everything that you do in ushering people into this new consciousness. Bless you, DC. And anything I can do for you, let me know. I will. Just find those billionaires. Put the idea in as many people as possible. It's not even for me. Let's do it together. Okay? All right. Mm -hmm. That's why I know you'll be. I can trust you to actually make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm getting everybody to help. <laughs> All right. Many, Aloha. Many lots of love. And uh, take care of yourself as well. Thank you. You too, Helen. Aloha. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was Dame Doria Cadova, who was knighted for the humanitarian work that she has done. Do check out the various links she has shared in this episode. And yes, indeed, both love and light work. And thankfully, there is an increasing number of leaders and change makers all over the world who are stepping up to introduce practical ideas of how to make this work in our current world and influence even more leaders to be the conscious change makers humanity needs right now. In episodes 28 and 29, I had interviewed the shining example, Mia Kirikos, about how adopting love as a business strategy pays. She's a global thought leader in the business of wellness and brand strategy and the president and founder of her own company. She even made the bold move to change her title of Chief Executive Officer to Chief Love Officer. Mia successfully persuades senior leaders in her field to accept love as a practical business strategy and much more for its very survival and thriving showing them how it can benefit both their business systems and general well-being. I want to always point out to our listeners, followers and clients that all of what I share on the Transform and Thrive show and in my own programs and sessions are highly practical and aimed at supporting you to raise your consciousness and thrive as greatly as you allow yourself to do so. My highly innovative and holistic, albeit very down-to-earth, approach will stretch many people and not everyone is ready. Yet, it is what we must open our hearts and minds to and I'm dedicated to introducing you to a variety of people such as Dame Doria Cordova and Mia Kirikos, who have already done it successfully and are helping others to or influencing them to do so as well. You can also listen to episode 14, 
when I interviewed Neil Jacobs at length on the future of humanity and our bringing consciousness to commerce. Neil is another fine example. He is the CEO of Six Senses, which is an international chain of super luxury resorts, hotels and spas. We talked about the idea of deliberately adopting love in business and his company offering emotional hospitality to guests worldwide. That is, they successfully combined commercialism with consciousness. Until now, he has been busy opening properties in spite of the pandemic, always with a focus on sustainability, wellness, and human connection, and in sync with nature and all that is natural. In fact, I'd recommend you to go through all the weekly episodes I've put together for you since the beginning of this year, when I first launched the Transform and Thrive show. Each and every one of them is designed to uplift or inspire you or open you up to new ideas and approaches, whether they are solo episodes that I present to you myself or interviews with other change makers whom I give the stage to, to share with you their viewpoints and successes. For another episode on money, you can check out episode 12 when I interviewed Sarah McCrum, who wrote the book Love Money, Money Loves You, which the energy of money itself had dictated to her. She conducts a remarkable year-long online course on this, which is aimed at transforming people and their relationship with money. I myself started coaching two decades ago with my own program called Abundance Mastery, followed up with one called Fulfillment Mastery for those who wanted to go deeper. And level one of my intensive coach training program takes people towards ultimate mastery. It's very, very comprehensive. It's nine months long, very, very profound, and very, very deep. And many of my coach trainees find it so profound that they even do it twice. I'm supporting my coach trainees and coaches to become increasingly clear conduits of universal energy and the highest consciousness in order to be able to help me help the world rise, to transform and thrive and co-create an evolved world together where there is abundance for all. And I am grateful to Dame Doria Cordova, my various podcast guests and other great change makers in the world, contributing so wonderfully towards this end as well. We need to move towards unity consciousness and collaborate with each other. With love, appreciation and respect for each other and enjoy our journey together as well. Together, as we ourselves transform and thrive, we will make sure that all of humanity does so too.
and we will co-create a whole new world. I will let you know when I start conducting masterclasses for you all, together with my various podcast guests, to further support you. I will do too soon on the subject of disability, a word I coined some seven years ago, if not more, as I've shared in this interview with Doria Cordova. It's about our ability to feeling deserving and has to do with our self-worth. I therefore created the term Deservability Quotient, or DQ, to measure how deserving we feel or otherwise. And along with this, I also, cre- I also created a process that very quickly supports you to raise it. These two masterclasses will be part of the next five-day deservability challenge I will be running, having already conducted two since I created the word term and process. Meanwhile, come join our live Zoom sessions, which my clients love, and allow me to support you to transform and thrive greatly. Increased inner alignment and awareness are key to helping you do so and materializing all that your heart and soul desire in alignment too with your soul purpose or your life purpose. Come find out more, experience shifts I will facilitate for yourself and the key to mastery that I will share with you as well. One that you can use for life and which will support you to be your true self, your greatest self, your greatest, most lovingly powerful, wisest and abundant self. Just check out transformandthrive.club, transformandthrive.club and sign up there once you've checked out all the information and send me an email at inquiries at lehighs.com for details of the next session. Inquiries with an I-E-S at lehighs.com, L-E-E-H-E-I-S-S.com. I look forward to hearing from you and meeting you soon. This is Helen Lee on the Transform and Thrive show. Much love to you. Wishing you endless possibilities of great joy and freedom, peace and abundance at all levels, even now, or especially now in these times. Happy transforming and thriving. You, my beloved friends, have the power to do so masterfully and joyously. Thank you for joining me. Your presence is vital and very, very much appreciated as always. Bye for now.